Greetings, warrior. Your training begins now. Join J-Rum and Mission as they teach the ways of combat, teach the ways of the blade, and teach the ways to harness your magic. This will test your mind, your body, and your soul. Can you survive? Starting in about 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Hello and welcome, friends. This is a n the new episode of the Brothers of Tamriel podcast. I am Jay Rumberg, joined, of course, by my older brother, Mission Maniac. How the hell are you, Mission? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? Doing swell. Doing swell. Fantastic. Um, just getting all my computer stuff situated for our live performance here. And, uh, yeah, finally got everything. It actually, it, it worked out a lot easier than I thought it was going to. So, um, basically, all I did was unplug and replug everything in, and it happened to work. So, that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah, right yeah, that's why we're... Uh... Right. Right the second, anyways. Yeah, that's where we're about 30 minutes behind the schedule. We were having some audio issues, so apologies. But here we are. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, so anyways, what have you been up to? What have you been up to on game mission? Uh, antiquitying. Amesies. <laughs> yeah, I've just been doing nothing but scrying, digging, and killing stuff. The usual, you know. I've been doing the same thing, and I gotta say, I've probably collected thousands of maps along the way. Because I'm picking everything up right now. Yeah, it's actually really nice. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but it seems like since the scrying and whatnot started, uh, it seems like there's a lot more mats of the good stuff. You know, like Cornflower, Water High, or well, not really Water Hyacinth, but you know, Dragon. Columbine, Columbine, bug laws. Yeah, yeah. Oh Seems yeah. Like there's way more of that stuff around. I don't know if he. I don't know if they actually upped how much stuff is on the ground now, or did they are people yeah, just ignoring it? I don't know. Uh, maybe those people don't have that keen eye passive. You know, that's kind of just what I assumed. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've heard people are just dipshits and just run right by it. I don't need corn flour. I want that thousand gold. Cornflowers for pussies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've ba basically been doing the same thing. I've just been scrying my butt off. I'm level 9 on excavation and scrying. I'm just about to 10. And then once I hit 10, I can finally do those gold furnishings that I have sitting around that I've been dying to do. Yeah, yeah, I've got one. I think I've only got one that is gold that I haven't been able to do yet because it does require... Five out of five of your antiquarian eye. Yeah, exactly. Which is silly. But I did do a gold one today because I was. I've been going through all the zones. I've completed all the zones for scrying and excavating. I've got. I'm. Uh, I've got at least one of everything across the board on every zone, every DLC, Western Skyrim, everywhere. I've got it. I've got it down. I've got it almost completely completed. And now I'm going back through them all and I'm completing my codex. So I'm getting three of each of them. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm just about finished with the Old Mary Dominion on that. So uh, I'm moving right along, chugging right along with the scrying and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's a good time. A lot of fun. <clears throat> like we said in our last episode, it's a great, it's a great addition to the game because it gets you out there in the overland, you know, it, it'll take you, you're gonna be going everywhere with these uh, scrying and excavation uh, items that you're looking for. It's gonna take you everywhere, so you're going to, 
you're gonna find mats, you're gonna find treasure chests, you're gonna find a lot of good stuff, and you may as well pick everything up, number one, because you're probably gonna end up using it at some well, point. Well, you're, you run, you're running right by it anyways, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're, and you, you might want to sell it, you might want to use it, you might want to... Spell power pots ain't cheap. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Other than that, that's kind of what I've been up to. Uh, uh, as I come across world boss, I've been doing... So since I've been scrying and excavating, I've been doing zone completion as well, exploration anyways. So I've been getting all the POIs that I come across. I've been hitting up all the public dungeons, all the uh, public or world bosses. I've been soloing most of them that I come across in the earlier zones. Um, and some in the later zones too. Some of them are in the later zones are a little tougher, but um, they're they're definitely soloable. So uh, yeah, get out there and get all the the scrying and mats that you can before I collect them all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And plus, everything that you loot, everything that you kill, everything now has the chance to drop leads for this uh, excavation and scrying, which is. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So there's no point to not do it. You're just wasting. I mean, you're you're gonna be wasting time and uh, energy by not picking it up. You might as well just pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah. Don't make me tell you twice, yeah. or I'll I'll come through this podcast. We'll tell, we tell you. I'll, we'll... I'll reach out and strangle someone. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we got uh, we got some news. Um, yep, I, I got a couple things I want to touch on. There's a community guide out and available now, but I, uh, I'm I'm just gonna go over the very basics of this because I don't the community guides they are awesome and everything, but they can be a little lengthy. So here's what this is about: uh, the Elder Scrolls Online Graymore and Update 26 is now live on all platforms um, including Stadia including Stadia so and you can go to the what the elder scrolls.com and check out the article and you will be able to see yeah, elder scrolls online.com right uh, you'll be able to see that community guide yeah. so and people make them up we may be experiencing some technical difficulties why is that? He seems to have Can you hear me? frozen. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Uh-oh. Let's see what happens here. Hello. One second, folks. Let me get my Discord back up and running. I open up one thing. My internet takes a poop on me. Takes one gigantic poop. Oh, hey, you're back. Are you still, you still there? There you are. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that was about. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, you, you just you kind of locked up a little bit and... So we missed uh, missed a little bit of what you were saying. Okay. Um, so the next thing, a bit, bit of news. It's every time I'm pulling up this news, so I'm gonna use my phone to pull up the news. Oh, I got you. Um, that's probably. Yeah. I I clicked on the link and it just killed my my feed. So. Um, the next bit of news that I wanted to go over. Um is that you have a there's a sale going on for june of 2020 folks um you can save up to 60 percent on eso during the june 2020 sale pick up the elder scrolls online standard edition not deluxe edition you greedy bastards <laughs> get the standard edition for up to 60% off and begin your adventures in Tamriel with our June sale what does that mean 
Uh, that means you're going to be saving an ass load of money. 60% uh, off is no nothing to... That's not nothing, you know. Nothing to scoff at, so... Uh, next thing I wanted to talk about here was the Elder Scrolls Home Decorating Contest, folks. And this is pretty cool, especially now that all these antiquities and stuff are, are going on. Um, you can really make your home look pretty darn cool. So, show off your sense of style and interior design skills for a chance to win some fantastic ESO prizes. To celebrate the release of New Greymore Chapter, of the New Greymore Chapter, we are happy to announce a vampire and Nord-themed housing contest. During the contest period, which runs from now until July 3rd, so you got all month to work on your guys' houses and get them all up to par, um, get them however you want them, get them up to code before inspection comes in and shuts you down. So, uh, dur during the contest, like I said, it runs from now until Friday, July 3rd. You can submit one screenshot per category of your home slash room that embraces one of the following themes. One, a home fit for a vampire. Design a home fit for a single vampire lord or an entire broad. Good. I'm assuming that's the plural of vampire. What is it? Anyways, two, Nord Homestead. Craft a lodging that would make any true Nord proud. So to enter, all you gotta do is simply upload a screenshot directly to um, the entry from form at the bottom of this article on theelderschoolsonline.com. You can read the official rules here. Please note that you can only submit one screenshot per category. PC players using an add-on like Essential Housing Tools must disable any add-ons. Generated textures and effects prior to submitting the screenshots. So if you're on PC, get rid of those add-ons or you will not be eligible. After the contest period ends, members of the ESO dev team and stream team member uh, Jay Hart Ellis will review the submissions and choose one winner and two runner-up winner per category. We will award all winner. Here's the here are the prizes, folks. Right here, the two grand prize winners are going to receive twenty-one thousand crowns to spend in the ESO crown store. A house of your choice includes includes previous limited time offers, so any house. Uh, Vampiric Sovereign Statue, which is the digital one, not the physical one, which that would be dope if it was the physical one. I'd be working on my house right now if it was physical. I would probably literally dump a thousand dollars into my house if, <laughs> if, if it was the physical one. Speaking of physical. I don't want to talk about it. You already got it. My statue. For all those my vampire all those statue. <laughs> yeah, all those listeners out there, mission is showing off his vampire lord statue that I do not have. Don't be jelly. And I'm jealous. I am jealous. <laughs> so, the other rewards uh, for the two grand prize winners. The Elder Scrolls Online Greymore Digital Collector's Edition. Um, Vampiric Libations Bundle. And a music box of your choice includes previous limited time offers. So any music box. Now, those are the grand prize uh, win winner prizes. Um, two grand prize winners will receive the, all that stuff. So that's pretty awesome. That's a lot of... A lot of stuff, a lot of cool things going on. So for the four, there's going to be four runner-ups. Um, let me fix my camera here. There we go. <clears throat> four runner-ups are going to receive 5,500 crowns. They're going to receive the Graymore Digital Collector's Edition. They're going to receive a music box of your choice. And that's it. 
these items are planned to be released in the Crown Store at a later date. We will announce the winners in July. Please see the official rules for details and restrictions. So that's pretty cool. What do you think of that mission? Do you think your house is uh, able to be put into that contest? Uh, well, here's the thing about my house. I just bought a new house today. And so, no, because I'm not done with it. <laughs> Which house did you buy? Uh, I bought that, uh, the Khajiit Meadow. That, that open lot. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, I got that today. I got started on today. I've got the, uh, got the entryway done. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> I will definitely have to check your house out. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, um, I love it. I'm still working on my Hall of the Lunar Champion, and I need to get my fourth tablet to open up that last room, and I still haven't done that because I've been scrying so much and working. And speaking of scrying, um, make sure you guys have done the Mage's Guild storyline because you have to go to Ivea to scry to complete your codex. So... Um, and you can only go there if you've completed the Mage's Guild storyline. So make sure you guys have completed that Mage's Guild storyline. That way you can make it there. Next bit of news that I wanted to talk about here. We've got new crown crates. Hype. Mm-hmm. trying to... These are the night... Speaking of those. I'm trying to mess with this. I don't... So my... I don't have a third monitor anymore. My third one took a poopy on me. Um, oh, did it? Yeah, which kind of sucks. So, we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Um, we have to get rid of your video for Uno Momento. Oh, that's fine. Um, I'm going to drag this into here while you talk about it and drag this on out here. Okay. Give the folks yep, so while you're doing that, I'll go over these Nightfall Crown Crates for our listeners out there. Yeah, that's uh, for what I'm pulling up right now so people can see it as you're talking about it. For our viewers, you guys can see exactly what Mission's doing and exactly what Mission's talking about, but um, I don't know if we stated this earlier in the episode. This is a live episode. We will be publishing it next week for you guys, so... This is our next episode. We're doing it live. We're streaming it right now. Um, so if you guys happen to be listening to it right now, uh, go ahead and pop in the stream, you know? Um, I guess if you were listening to it, you would be in stream, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, come stop by at Mission XX Maniacs, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Mission XX Maniacs, Maniac, and come check us out. So anyways, about these Nightfall Crown Crates, they bring monstrous new goods to Tamriel, my friends. Prey on Tamriel with a sinister selection of items and consumables found within the upcoming Nightfall Crown Crates. In the eternal night of Blackreach, the thrust for blood is rivaled only by the thirst for power. Within their gothic fortresses, vampires plot and conspire, seeking the ruin of meddlesome mortals and undead rivals alike. Through intrigue, murder, and worse, these dark sovereigns gathered spoils beyond counting. Only the bravest, or most foolhardy, adventurers claimed, claim, try to claim these treasures for themselves. Do you dare gaze upon their blood-soaked plunder? Gather your courage and cunning. Nightfall draws near. So what this means, Nightfall Crown Crates arrive in the in-game crown store this Thursday, June 18th, which was two days ago as of this recording. When you tear into one of these new crown crates, you'll feast on a mouth-watering selection of vampire, vampire and... Uh, and monster-themed items, including stat-boosting consumables, per usual, and a ton of new collectibles, including mounts, pets, cosmetics, and more. Uh, Mission, you got you got some of these pulled up? Uh, yeah, so I have the, um, I don't know which order you're going in, but I have the polymorph pulled up right now. 
yep, that's that's the first one. So here's a taste of some of the items that you can claim when you are opening the Nightfall Crown Crate. It is the, like Mission said, the Polymorph. Uh, and I don't have titles or anything, so Mission, what, what's it called? What's the Polymorph uh, called? It looks, uh, no, you know what, no, not really. Oh, a Cursed Death Polymorph. Okay, yeah, and it looks kind of zombie-ish, kind of uh, evil-looking. Makes you look like an evil undead minion, I think. Pretty much, and the cool thing about it is, too, is I, I previewed it in-game, and it even gives you, uh, if any of you guys are familiar with what the pers uh, the beast personality does to your character, how you're kind of hunched over, that's kind of the way your guy stands with this polymorph on as well. It's pretty neato burrito. Yep, exactly. Uh, next item we've got up is the Accursed Death. Uh, oh, like Mission said, it was the Accursed Death Polymorph and the Cursed Bound Bear Mount. So, what? What do you think about that mission? I'm. I don't know. They're all right. The the regular bears. Well, just just the just the. Um, the new mounts in general, the Radiant Apex ones aside, these new mounts, I'm not, I don't know, man, I'm not real crazy about them, they, they, I don't know, they're creepy, sure, but I feel like they're really familiar to a different style of mount that we've had in the past. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that too. But, regardless, they are still pretty terrifying. I mean, this bear is basically got, like, flesh peeled off of him. He's got uh, some uh, almost, I don't know, that's like his, his headpiece there is almost Daedric or Dark Elven or something like that. But the, the, the creepy thing about it is is the fact that he has no lips <laughs> and his teeth are massive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next thing we got up is the Frostbite. Spider Pet and the Frost Hunt Haunt Glister Skin. These vampiric vessels also have a chance to include one of these extremely rare mounts. Uh, actually, let's talk about this spider and the skin real quick. So, the spider is just... It looks like the spider out of... What is that? Crypt of Hearts? Uh, the very first boss that you fight? No, isn't that... Um, is that Crypt of Hearts? Cradle of Shadows. Well, that's a, no. Um, you're thinking, uh... You, you know what I'm talking I think you're thinking about. a Fungal Grotto. Am I? I think, maybe. I don't know. Either way. It's not, uh... The, it's just a big spider. A big old spider. But this is, uh... Since, so this is not a combat pet. And this thing is... It's decent size, but... I don't know. I don't... I don't run pets, personally. I don't like them. No, me neither. But yeah, it's still pretty. Too much ren rendering and, uh cause some latency sometimes and I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, and they just kind of get in the way. The, yes, please. The skin um Yeah, what do you think of the skin? Not too thrilled. Um it's kind of it kind of reminds me of the VSS skin just a little bit. So, this skin is it's too similar to the Crystal Frost skin, the one that you get from the uh, New Life. That's it. That's the one it looks yeah, like. Yeah, this is just basically a darker shade of blue of that. Um, I mean, it's still pretty cool looking. Uh, I guess the your character, it almost looks more marble than it does um, ice. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still a very similar skin to that Crystal Frost. Yeah, exactly. Yep, it is very similar. It is okay, in okay. our opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, next up are the mounts. Are the Radiant Apex yeah, yeah. mounts that we've got here. I got the, we've got the horse pulled up right now. Yep, we've got the Cursed, Cursebound Lich Steed and the Cursebound Saber Cat Prowler mounts. Um... Again, these are some Black Reach themed items and stuff, so they are going to be dark, sinister, and gothic. Um, this horse, it looks, I don't know, 
it, it's a horse. It's a dark looking horse. So. Yeah, the, the, the only thing that I like about the horse really is the way that you summon it. It's It's got a very cool animation. Um, for those of you that are watching, those three little lich style lanterns you see floating around it. Um, so when you when you summon the horse to get on it, uh, it's kind of very lich like ritualistic type summoning, and then those lanterns come in and kind of swirl around him for a second. It's very cool animation. But yeah, exactly. It is still a horse, regardless. It is a horse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a huge horse fan. And although the saber cat prowler mount, that thing looks okay. Yeah, the saber cat's pretty cool. It it too um, also has a really cool animation when you when you bring it in. Um, my only thing with saber cats is I don't really I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't have a tail, but I don't really like the way they run. Mm -hmm. um, I which as almost everybody that plays with me in game knows. I pretty much only ride Sench. That's basically all you'll ever see me on. Yep, um, me too. Or I, I run a Dwarven Spider sometimes on, on one of my uh, on my tank. Yeah, yeah, and I just... the But the Sabercat is, it is really cool. He's very... Uh, um, he's very blue. He's got some really cool looking... Um, I'm assuming kind of the same lich style markings on him and he has got that uh almost like oh actually you know what his helmet looks like the helmet of Mary Neth from um Yeah. Yeah it does. Is that, is that Crypt of Hearts? I think that's Crypt of Hearts. I think so. No, no it's not. It's the other one. No, Cri yeah. Cradle of Shadows. No, it is Crypt of Hearts. I thought that was an Alombrus. Yeah, but Crypt of Hearts too. Oh, okay, I got you. Fighting Death. Yeah, it's pretty cool. My favorite one is Next. actually the Centrot. That's what I was just getting to. Next up we got is the Cursebound Centrot Dark Fang Mount. Yep. That thing uh, is... Go ahead and show these good people what this looks like, Mission. Yep, I got him pulled up, and... Yeah, he's pretty badass. Um, I think they took what... You know, because everybody... When the first Centrot came out, the mount, everybody was like displeased with it because of its back legs. And these hind legs are still a little tiny, but the Centrot itself looks pretty cool. It does. It looks it looks really cool. I do like how um, the armor is on this particular one, where the helmet almost covers up his eyes. It's almost like he doesn't have eyes. Um, yeah. And the cool thing about it too is so so when you summon this thing in, he comes out of a hero storm. Oh, does yeah, he? It's like a hero storm animation, and it's dude, it's it's pretty sick. That's awesome. So finally, as a nice change of pace, you can also extract some classic returning crown store collectibles, including the. Alabaster Jerboa Pet and White Spotted Courser Mount. And for a, for a complete list of everything available in the Nightfall Crown Crates, check out this forum thread through the... Though the coming of the new Nightfall season means that the old Gloomspore Crates have, have to go, you can still pick them up from the Crown Store right now. Don't wait, though. You only have a day before they're gone. So... As of this recording, they might already be gone, folks. You might be shit out of luck. Mm -hmm. So, Nightfall, Nightfalls on Tamriel. Make all of Tamriel fear the dark with the terrifying items and collectibles found within these upcoming Nightfall crown crates. These new crown crates arrive in the crown store Thursday, June 18th, and you'll need crowns to pick them up. Are you excited to unleash these new crown crate items? Let us know. Uh, let us know on Twitter. You know, uh, brothers at brothers of Tam. Send a, shoot us an email uh, bro, at brothers of Tamriel podcast at gmail.com. Just let us know what you guys think about all this stuff. We want to know. We want to hear from you uh, instead of you guys just hearing from us. So um, that that covers the Nightfall Crown Crates mission. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Are you guys ready for a free pet? 
That was rhetorical. Don't answer that. So, get a free pet by verifying and, and opting into email. Learn how you can get a free Inferium Dwarven Spiderling pet when you verify your email address and opt into the marketing emails. From now until the end of June, ESO players that have verified email address and have also opted in to receive marketing emails will receive a free Infernium Dwarven Spiderling pet. Here's exactly what you need to do to get your hands on this arachnid automaton. Verify your email. To see if you have a verified email address, log into your ESO account on the official website. And if you can log in, congratulations, you have a verified email. That's it. If you're on console and you do not have verified email, you can find instructions for both PS4 and Xbox One in this help article uh, on the ElderScrollsOnline.com thread that I'm reading right now. So, opting into the email, to opt into the marketing emails, log into your ESO account, navigate to the options menu, and then select account. From there, under marketing preferences, you can enable marketing emails. This is just going to keep you up to date on all the marketing that Zoss has to offer. They're going to, all the news, everything that's coming up, you're, you might as well opt into it because you get a free pet out of it. Um, you can also do this from the official website. From your account page, select marketing preferences under the account summary selection. And then you just check the I would like to receive news about the new events and promotions box and then select save. That's all you got to do. And then uh, by opting into the marketing emails, you receive information on latest news, trailers, sales, and more. You can opt out of emails at any time by changing your preferences as noted above, or unsubscribe the unsubscribe feature included in our marketing emails. So that's it. As long as you have a verified email address and opted into marketing emails by July 1st, you are eligible for the free pet, the free Infernium Spiderling pet. You're going to receive a code for the Infernium Dwarven Spiderling during the month of July, so keep an eye out on your inbox. Once you've received it, you can redeem your code by navigating to the in-game crown store and selecting redeem code from there. You can also log on to your account on the official website and select redeem code link under your account summary. If you guys have any questions or concerns getting your new pet, uh, go ahead and email uh, Mission or myself, or shoot us a tweet, you know, uh, like I said, brothers at Brothers of Tam on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Another Shot. Mission is at MissionXXManiac90. This is all Twitter. Or you can uh, shoot us an email at brothersatamriel12podcast at gmail.com. Heck yeah. So those, that's where you can find us. And we want to hear your feedback about all these pets and all this news. But pretty much, uh, that's, that covers all the news, folks. That's everything I got to say for the time being. Um, now I can pull our stream back up to make sure it's looking good. There we go. Um... Yeah, Mission, would you have anything to add to these pets, skins, polymorphs, um, uh, crown crates? You got anything to add here? So, I was <laughs> I was really excited when I saw that Sentrot. Because that was, obviously, that was like the big, uh, the big, like, kaboom the, for these new, for these new crates. But, I gotta be honest, I'm not, like, take my money with these crates like I have been in some yeah, of the other me ones. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I'm not. Um, and I did just see a... I saw a... <laughs> on the Elder Scrolls Online fan page on Facebook, someone said they paid four or $720 and they still didn't get that Radiate Ouch. Out. Yeah, I give... Uh, whenever new crown crates come out anymore, I'll do like 30 to maybe 45 crates. And if I don't get a Radiant, that's pretty much all the dice I roll anymore with it. That's just the way it is. That's right. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, you want... Moving should, on. Should we jump into the, uh, to our Stam Sork, or should we jump into the dungeon first? Um, why don't you go ahead and start the dungeon, because I need to go change my batteries, and... I'll come back with the Stamsorg passives and stuff if that works. Let me pull them up too. Okay. Are we are we covering passives? 
like we already thought we did. I just want to breeze through them real quick as a refresher since we're doing the stamp sork anyways. It's just, it'll just take me one second. Sounds good. Um, so our dungeon of the week is Crypt of Hearts numero two. Um, nice. So Crypt of Hearts two. All right. What? You take it over, mission. I'll be back in like two minutes. Right. Uh, so Crypt of Hearts two is um, basically as simple as Crypt of Hearts one. Um, couple new bosses in here, uh, so we're gonna be going up against, uh, Eibelgast, um, a fun name that I cannot pronounce, uh, I don't know, R-U-Z-O-Z-U-Z-A-L-P-A-M-A-Z, y'all can have fun with that one. Uh, the Chamber Guardian Elambris Amalgam, and... Mesoleth, and then finally Nerineth. Now, the first boss, um, he's in the same spot as the first boss in Crypt of Hearts 1, but you will notice when you come up to him, he does not have near the adds yet that the first boss does in Crypt of Hearts 1. Uh, once you get him down or get him close to dying, he's going to summon a bunch of adds that basically the tank just needs to round up and everything will die in cleave it is a very very simple fight here um the second boss uh is a little funsies um he does some lightning strikes that do little damage to the tank um does this little cobweb strangle thing it's a random player uh he's got a big aoe and then small spider heads um so nothing Nothing too crazy. Just tank and spank this dude. Uh, the Chamber Guardian uh, is... He's got... So he's got a fear, which is super annoying. Everybody hates fears. He's got a heavy uh, heavy attack that he'll do on the tank as long as the tank keeps aggro. And, of course, skeleton adds during the fight. Make sure you take care of them. Uh, then you'll come up to uh, Alambris Amalgam. 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 I don't know. However you say his last name. Um, so you got one red, one blue Jamora. Uh, one deals, obviously, lightning damage, the other one deals fire damage. Once you, if you, you can actually focus one of them and just kill one of them really, really quick. Once you do that, they're going to basically morph into a uh, big bone construct. Um, and he's going to do some, like, little lava rain down on top of you. He's going to spawn some skeleton heads. Uh, He's still going to do that charging bull crap that he does on Crypt of Hearts 1, but it's, I mean, it's it's a very, uh, very easy fight. Um, then we'll move on to uh, Mesoleth. So this one is actually technically the, like, as far as the trifecta goes, the achievements go, the Node Speedrun Hard Mode. Um, aside from the hard mode, this is where your no death and speed run takes place. If you can make it to this guy quick enough and kill him without dying, you will get both those. I don't know why Marineth. Um, like I don't know why it's split up like that. But the the one thing he does, he has one uh, one big mechanic. So the the idea here is he's placed center in the board. And you want to, the best way to do this is to have uh, a person north, east, south, and west of him. So basically basically make a square around him. Um, because what he's going to do is he's going to suck all the players into him. And then when he drops you, you're going to have an AoE begin to grow underneath your feet. And what you want to do is turn your camera so that you're looking away from the boss. So basically looking behind you. There's going to be more AoEs out there. So you need to roll dodge into a place where you're not roll dodging into the other AoE because the one that's under your feet is going to pop and explode and the one that's on the ground behind you is going to pop and explode and if you roll dodge into that one and you take both of those pops it's going to kill you um, and that's usually the one that actually ruins the no death on um, on a lot of groups in there um, but once you kill him a black portal will show up and you move on to Nerineth. Nerineth is a lich, um, and he's got uh, he's got a couple abilities here. Like he'll do a couple little 
couple little, uh, like he'll bring up these lich shrouds. They'll, they'll come up out of the ground and then they'll explode. Um, they do mild damage. Um, obviously, don't stand in a bunch of them because they will kill you. Um, it, and then he also, um, he does these, these skull shots. Uh, he'll, he'll literally throw a skull at you. It's a knockdown effect. He'll throw a skull at a random player. Um, and then he has a uh, little teleporting thing that he does. So he'll teleport, and then he'll do this large, like, massive AoE that deals a lot of damage. Um, and it'll knock you down. Uh, but then what he'll start to do, once you get him down to a certain percentage, is he'll start, uh, he'll start, you'll, you'll notice there's these grates in the ground, these vents. He'll start teleporting to them, and he spawns wraiths out of them. Uh, so you want to focus adds, get the adds down, kill him. Um, then at 35%, he's going to go to the middle of the board where you see the ebony blade sticking in the ground. He's going to pull that out of the ground, and then he's going to choose a player. He's going to choose somebody at random to hold up in the air and basically try to impale you on that sword. Um, I think you're going to get a, a synergy to resist him. Um, but basically you just mash your, mash your synergy just to try to resist him and the other DPS will just keep wailing on him until he's dead. Um, he turns, basically he goes from a, a, ranged, a ranged attacker into a melee, um, into a melee fight. Now the hard mode with this is basically you want him to have four wraiths up before he gets the ebony blade. So four wraiths are up until 35%. Right. So if you have if you have slow DPS, you know, you want to kind of watch the tank and help the tank because I have been in cases where I've been tanking with a little lower DPS and I end up with like 6 to 10 wraiths on me and they do add up, the damage adds up. So just just kind of help your tank out. Also to the flip side of that coin, if you have super high DPS, you have to watch your burn, because if you get him past that 35% mark before four wraiths are up, then you don't get credit for the hard mode. So you have to make sure that that tank is holding four wraiths, and then at 35%, uh, Narineth will go, he'll grab the Ebony Blade. Once that phase is over, then you can kill everything. Um, and that's pretty much it. There's... Um, Let's see here. There's there's a couple decent sets in here. You got Leviathan. Leviathan's an okay set. Um, it's basically uh, all weapon or physical penetration, if I'm not. Or is it physical pen or is it weapon crit? It was weapon crit unless they changed okay, it because it was the opposite of Mother. That's Tara, right. right. It's all weapon crit. Um, and then. Obviously, Crypt still drops your uh, your Ebon pieces for your tanks. That's pretty much uh, the Lich set. Lich is good. Lich is a good, good set for PvP. Mm. Uh, it's very good. Um, what am I thinking? It's a very good sustained set. Um, so with, with the... Uh, oh, actually, you know what? We'll go ahead real quick. The Leviathan set gives you a line of max stam. And then three lines of weapon crit, ending with a <laughs> the last line being a line of weapon crit for 1924. So your your yeah. crit is going to be through the roof. For sure. um, it's not a bad. This is not a bad alternate alternate set for stamina DPS to get if you can't get your hands on some uh, some of that trial gear. Uh, and then the um, the lich set is one of my favorite sets. So I actually used to run this back on console, my Magblade. Uh, I would run Lich paired with uh, Calyrian's Legacy. Uh, oh, yeah. And so Lich is a line of mag recovery, a line of max mag, another line of mag recovery, and then when you fall below 33% Magicka, it increases your Magicka recovery by 1,032 for 20 seconds. And this effect can occur once every one minute. So it does have a long cooldown, but boy, when it procs, look out. You basically can't, you look basically out. can't run out of, um, run out of magicka. Yeah, exactly. And as far as the tanking set, Evan, 
uh, Evan Armory, um, for those of you uh, that like to do the Tonkas. Uh, you get two lines of max mm -hmm. health, you get a line of 4% healing taken, and then you increase uh, max health by 1,000 for you and up to 11 other group members within 28 meters of you. So this does have a range. So if you're, you know, this this is basically a situational set. Um, this is more, this has, uh, this has become more of a beginner tank set. Um, here, these last like two, three months, I've actually been running into healers that are running it instead of tanks, giving tanks the option to run more sets like Yolmikrin and Alkosh or Leeching and Hersene or Worm and you know it's it's getting it's getting real goofy with some of the stuff that we're uh, we're running nowadays on our support rolls. And then finally, once you get done murdering Nerineth, you will get his helmet, my friends. And it's uh, mm -hmm. I believe Nerineth actually got buffed, so I don't know if this is one hundred percent accurate. I don't know if it was uh, this was updated April 28th of 2020, so no, this probably isn't up to date. But anyways, one line of spell damage, and then when you deal direct damage, you have a 15% chance to summon a Lich Crystal that explodes after 2 seconds, dealing 9,393 magic damage to all enemies within 4 meters, and this effect can occur once every 3 seconds. So, this thing procs, it's a proc heavy set. Uh, the only that's a that's a lot of procking uh, every three seconds because all you got to do is deal direct damage. Yeah, yeah, and the only the only issue I have with this is it's a stationary set, right? So it it chooses a spot, yep. it chooses a spot to proc. That's where it procs. So if for whatever reason if the tank has to move the boss or the ads move or whatever the case, anything it is, if it moves, it moves. It's out of it. It's no longer no longer there. Right. And that friends is Crypt of Hearts 2, in a nutshell. Very easy, um, nothing crazy. It's got decent sets, um, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah it is. That is a fun dungeon. It, I like that dungeon. I like that one-shot mechanic, um, the second of the last boss, where, like what you were just saying, if you do roll dodge back, you gotta look where you're absolutely. going. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're gonna blow mm -hmm. up. One hundred percent. That that's a fun one, and it's uh, I've seen, I've seen uh, I've been in a normal group before where, uh, people can't get through it, like, right away. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. It it, it takes them takes them for maybe four or five tries on that that single boss to to get through that mechanic. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a uh, it's a different one. Yeah, you know, I don't have my rotation book here. Oh well, I know that. I already know it. So yeah, we are gonna jump on over to the stamp sork. I don't have any fancy sound bites, so we gotta make it with our our mouths. That's how we do things around here. So I'm gonna just breeze through these passives real quick, just as a quick reminder to you guys. Um, we are starting with the um, Dark Magic skill line. The passive abilities begin with Unholy Knowledge, which reduces the health, magic, and stamina cost of your abilities by 3%. Super easy. Um, nice reduction all the way across the board. And this unlocks at rank 8. And this... I. This might be just stage one of them. Next one is blood magic. When you hit an enemy with the directly applied dark magic ability, you heal for 820 health. Very nice. Um, this effect scales up your max health and can occur every 0.5 seconds. Next one of the dark magic line is persistence. After blocking an attack, your next health magic or stamina ability costs 7% less. This, like I said in the past, incentivizes you to use your block, use your block, and then attack. Because then your, your abilities cost less health, magicka, and stamina. Next up is exploitation. When you cast a dark magic ability, you grant yourself minor prophecy to you and your group, increasing spell crit by 1320 for 10 seconds. This is one of my favorite passives because uh, you with a dark magic ability, you don't even need to hit anything. You just need to cast a dark magic ability, such as 
shattering prison or something. Some some that immobilized. You just cast it and then you get a ten second uh <clears throat> um what was it? Minor prophecy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, minor prophecy, and I I think this is stage one because if I if I remember right, stage two is twenty seconds. So these are stage one, I do believe. Next up is Daedric summoning. Um, since we're talking the stam sword, keep in mind that everything I say involving stamina is what you're going to be focusing on. So you restore seven hundred uh, for a rebate. You restore seven hundred and twenty-six magicka when one of your Daedric summoning pets is killed or unsummoned. Uh, Power Stone reduces the cost of your ultimate by up to 15%, I do believe, uh, which is huge, and it is very unique to the Sorcerer. There is no other class in the game that gives you that kind of reduction to your ultimate, uh, just right out the gate. Now, there are there are uh, classes that help with ulti regen and stuff like that. Um, but just a straight reduction in cost, it, this is huge. So, next up is Daedric Protection. Increases your health and stamina recovery by 10% when you have an, a Daedric ability slotted. And I think rank 2 of this is 20%, so uh, keep that in mind. This is all rank 1. Expert Summoner. Increases your max health by 5% when you have a Daedric Summoning pet active. Next line up is Storm Calling. Um, our first passive ability up is Capacitor. Increases your magic recovery by, I want to say it's 10% when it's at stage 2. Energized increases your physical, there you go, and shock damage by uh, 6%, I believe. Um, and Amplitude. Increases your damage done against enemies by 1% for every 20% of current health that they have. And I believe that's cut down to 10% at stage 2. So for the more damage, or the more health they have, the more damage you're doing, folks. And that applies again to the Stamina Sorcerer and, and the Magic Sorcerer. And last one is Expert Mage. Increases your weapon and spell damage by... 1% for each sorcerer ability slotted, and I believe it's 2% for stage 2. So, that helps out with your weapon damage right there, so um, that incentivizes you to equip sorcerer abilities. Although, as a Stam Sork, you're not going to have a ton of class passives. You're going to have some, for sure, but you're not going to be totally loaded up like you would as a Mag Sork. Because um, as a mag sork, I, I utilize a ton of last passes. Oh yeah, yeah, the mag sork definitely benefits better from the passes than the stamp sork does. Or uh, actives, I mean. I'm using a lot of those actives. Anyways, um, yeah, mission, uh, what do you have to say about the stamp sork? So the stamp sork right now is, um, eh, it's a little, a little below the bar. Um, I mean, it still does. It still does its job. It still does. You can still pull decent DPS with it. Um, but it's not like it's not up there with like the Stamp Crow, you know, or the the Stamplar is right now. Um, but the one nice thing about the Stamp Sword is it has a very easy rotation. Uh, we're gonna be wearing the same kind of sets that we would apparently on pretty much everything else. So. Uh, Lacastes and Reliquin with Selene's monster set. Um, and then our rotation is basically you're going to do um, so you're going to have Dawnbreaker on your front bar and you're going to have the Storm Atro on your back bar um, and you're going to double bar bound ornaments um, and you're, so you're going to have let's see here I think two or three fighters guild abilities on your front bar and the same on your back bar so the rotation you're gonna you're gonna pre-buff up you're gonna drop your uh barb trap and then drop your storm macho a little bit away from the dummy so it doesn't immediately hit it um that way you can drop your ultimate and then dive right into doing uh endless hail uh hurricane bar swap 
and then you're basically just going to sit there and spam light attack rapid strikes or light attack uppercut until bound arm ornaments until you have your five stacks of bound ornaments and then you're going to hit that release it um and then just basically just keep doing that until your dots are about to fall off right so um watch your watch your trap watch your hail and watch your um your uh hurricane and that's pretty much the rotation uh, you can even if you wanted to you can throw poison inject in there during uh during execute you know and just put it on your bar and then once that once the dummy gets 25 percent or below um just throw that poison inject in there i mean it's 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 such a simple rotation that it can be altered pretty easily um but yeah that's that's pretty much the stamp sorks rotation it's a very like i said very very clean very simple uh, kind of like the stamplar you're only using about four or five abilities um yeah that's about it yeah that's pretty straightforward <laughs> yeah, it's it's super easy um i was just messing around with it uh the other day and without everything i need so um, I think Hurricane was only rank two. Um, my rapid strikes wasn't maxed out. I, I had a bunch of stuff that wasn't maxed out yet, and I was still pulling eighty k with it. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's good. It's decent. I like it. It's fun. If you're uh, if you're a stamp sword lover, give it a whirl. Um, but yeah, the uh, oh the other plus side to the stamp sword is the stamp sword actually is the best class so a stamp sork orc is kind of your quote-unquote best in slot if you wanted to build a werewolf build um stamp sorks have uh they have some really good passives that really benefit while you're in werewolf form oh okay yes so are there any uh in your opinion any downsides to the stamp sork i mean not really uh not in my opinion um you don't really bring a whole lot of group utility um, as far as like a raid situation goes. But, right. I mean, other than that, I mean, the stamp sword is pretty, it's it's pretty fun. And the survivability. Versatile. With, yeah, and the survivability with, with Sork in general with that, uh, with, with Chris, Crit, uh, bleh, crit Surge. Um, oh, it's insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, so Crit Surge is just ridiculous because it heals you like 3k every time you crit so if you have you know if you have a bunch of ads and you're dropping as long as you keep your dots down you're you're good you're you're not gonna die <laughs> and you get that uh major brutality and sorcery from crit surge too yes you do now with um with that being said and in keeping with uh our little harrowstorm vampire slash werewolf thing that we got going on um i do want to touch on the werewolf real quick um since we kind of got through our our stuff a little quicker than normal yeah, shove oh. this in there. As soon as it. Well, we're at our about a normal length here already. Okay. Well, this will this will just be a little bonus then. Um, okay. So, what the werewolf used to be is you used to wear Molagkina with uh, Reliquin and um, Blood Moon for much sacrifices. Blood Moon would increase your light attack speed and damage. Um, and liter yep. literally what the rotation used to be was light attacks. Like, that's it. You just smashed light attacks. And when I tested it back on console, when I say light attacks, I literally mean just light attacks. You could pull over 100k with the werewolf. And then Zoss was like, okay, something's wrong. And yeah. come to find out, you were plock you were procking multiple bleeds that's why kind of kind of like the asylum staff uh, with the, the the recent fix to the perfected asylum staff because the asylum staff was procking every cast instead of procking every other cast like it's supposed to 
Um, right. But now, what we're going to do is we're going to be wearing Reliquin and Zavkins, which is pretty sweet. And the werewolf now actually has a rotation, people. A real-life rotation. Light attack, weaving, and all. So, you're going to light attack, brutal pounce, light attack, brutal carnage, light attack, claws of life, light attack, Hercene's rage, and then light attack, five howl of agonies, with light attacking in between each one of those. Um, so, if you can't sustain that, um, you can always take one howl of agony out and replace it with one Hercene's rage. Um, her scenes rage, I believe. I haven't done this particular build yet, which I'm going to. But I think her scene, her scenes rage gives you like stamina recovery or something like that, or gives you some stamina back. I don't know. I know it helps with your sustain in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, uh, we are gonna go be going with the berserker werewolf. So the the big mean black, just tear your face off werewolf, not the white one, because it used to be the white one because you got that extra damage from your, your pets. Um, and if you remember, uh, J-Rum, I sent you that picture a while back, back when we were still on console when I was in Veteran Maelstrom, and the, mm. the game actually kind of bugged on me. Um, on the eighth round, I had four dogs with me instead of two, like you're supposed to. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then when I got to the last round, I had two more spawn in. So I had six dogs on the last round of VMA. That's crazy. <laughs> it was stupid, dude. Like, I would I would start on one crystal, you know, after going upstairs. By the time I got that one crystal down, my six dogs already had the other crystal down. That's so, awesome. So it was super cheese. But, um, but yeah, uh, this is something I've been uh, meaning to do, meaning to get into, because I, I kind of have come into a stamina slump. Um, I've kind of gotten bored with my stamina classes, so I am going to build me a werewolf. A werewolf. Werewolf. Uh, but yeah, nice. that was that's a, awesome, man. That was a quick rundown of the werewolf, and you can do this on any class you want to. Obviously, there are better classes than others. Um, for a, a werewolf. Yeah, for werewolf. Um, of course, uh, warden being the worst. Warden has no benefit whatsoever to the werewolf. Like there is really nothing the were the werewolf benefits from being a warden. Um, as far as I know, I do believe it is still Sorks and Nightblades are the top two for being a werewolf. Gotcha. But yeah, that's uh, that's it in a nutshell, folks. Um, oh, for the werewolf, uh, we are wearing slings. Sorry about that. Um, you do want to wear all medium armor along with slings monster set. But... That's it. That's the show. All right. Well, I think that was a pretty thorough rundown of everything. New crowns in, in stock. We got some new uh, costumes, skins. We got a whole bunch of new stuff in, in the crown store, folks. So be sure to check that stuff out. Okay. Uh, Mission, where can they where can they find you? Uh, well, y'all know. You can come on over to Twitter. Check me out at MissionXXManiac. Um, I also uh, do our social media side, which is at Brothers of Tam. And I don't stream a whole lot because I'm on the road all the time. But whenever I am streaming, you can always come over to Twitch and catch me at twitch.tv forward slash MissionXXManiac90. Um, and of course, you can email the both of us. Uh, Brothers of Tamriel Podcast at gmail.com. J Rum, where can they find you? I am J Rumberg2 on PCNA. Uh, you guys can go ahead and add me at any time. I'll help you guys out if you guys need anything or uh, if you feel like helping me out, you know, pay it forward. Um, <laughs> give, you can give find me on. Money. <laughs> give me gold. <laughs> I'll take gold, you I'll take crowns, it. I'll take anything you got. You can pay it forward. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Jeff Another Shot. Feel free to follow me there. And yeah, send us an email, guys. We want to hear from you. Uh, Brothers of Tamriel at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear from you guys. Get your feedback. If you guys have any questions or anything, um, 
just shoot us an email or hit us up on Twitter. Like Mission said, he runs the uh, the Twitter page, so go ahead and DM. Feel free to DM us or just tweet it out. And yep, other than that, I'm in Tamriel right now, so I'm gonna take on this world boss. You guys, thanks for popping in to the live stream. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll do this again soon. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll do another live stream. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, yep. And as always, my friends, travel safe and fight hard. And stop. Woohoo! That's an episode. That is an episode. And end stream. Huzzah!